Welcome to Compliance Matters, a podcast from Experian Employer Services covering news, updates, and solutions for HR, payroll, and finance leaders. Each episode features experts in the field of tax, unemployment, payroll, and more, covering employer issues from onboarding to offboarding and everything in between to help you improve employer compliance and your bottom line. Thanks for listening. On today's episode, we're going to discuss the impact of the pandemic on employer onboarding and the lessons HR teams will take forward as employees return to the office. We'll explore how employers' needs have changed, the role technology plays, and the ways onboarding workflows need to adapt. And as always, we'll consider the compliance-related aspects of onboarding that should be addressed as well. Joining me today are two of our compliance experts from CIC+, Brian Elfrink and Gordon Middleton. Brian is a 15-year veteran of HR technology industry. As the compliance manager for CIC+, Brian addresses a wide range of compliance-related issues. He's also responsible for collaboration with internal product teams and external stakeholders to identify recommendations for product enhancements and mandatory compliance-related updates. Gordon Middleton, who recently joined CIC+, last September, to assist with legal compliance across our product lines. He joined CIC Plus with over 20 years of legal compliance and consulting experience in the areas of employee onboarding, year-end, and employment eligibility verification. New employee onboarding was a challenging subject for HR teams, and that was even before the pandemic. A Gallup poll found that only 12% of employees strongly agree that their organizations do a great job of onboarding new employees. So why is that? Well, for employees, the impact is that there's an average of over 50 onboarding activities that are part of the onboarding experience. And that includes completing up to 18 different employee forms on average. For employers, the biggest onboarding challenge is the inconsistent delivery of onboarding programs. And the pandemic has certainly magnified that issue. A recent PwC survey showed that 30% of executives felt onboarding is more challenging now than it was even before the pandemic. So Brian and Gordon, how has the pandemic changed new employee onboarding for employers from your perspective? Yeah, John, so thanks for the introduction. You know, my take and perspective on the changing environment of onboarding, really even pre-pandemic, during the pandemic and post-pandemic is it's a constant evolution. And, And that goes hand in hand with the evolution of HR technology as well. I mean, we've consistently seen new technologies be presented in the marketplace as a reaction to the needs that are being developed from the employer's perspective. Yet, I think the pandemic obviously accelerated that need for utilization of technology to create efficiencies. Really, if anything, employers have gleaned from the impact of the pandemic that they need to be able to also adapt very quickly and utilizing technology to help them do that is critical to success in the onboarding space and and on an ongoing basis, right? And thinking about compliance specific, um, obviously the pandemic introduced additional requirements that were never in place before, things like the FFCRA, even local level paid sick leave laws. So going back to the utilization and need for a quick adaptation of new requirements, utilizing technology to create those efficiencies, It just become more and more important. And then on top of that, you've got the change in workforce dynamics, right? So from a workforce perspective, 
obviously the trend in remote employees began over a decade ago and has continued to increase. But with the pandemic, it's accelerated that even further beyond the trajectory that it was already on, which again means the impact on the employers is additionally accelerated and adds to the fact that technology is needed to help continue to be on pace with the changing environment in and of itself. And I'll add a couple of things to that, Brian. Number one, obviously, when the offices more or less closed down and people stopped going in and everybody started working remotely, many of those people, in addition, kind of dispersed further. So the population base, the employee base that you're going to be onboarding is likely to be more spread out than ever before meaning that you're going to have to worry about more local laws and regulations that are going to be applicable to those employees. Because generally speaking, employees are subject to the law in the area in which they are actually performing the work and are seated while they're working. So those really uh, added a higher degree of difficulty when we're talking about onboarding and forms to present to specific employees. So speaking to Brian's point, it's obviously a lot easier if you have those processes automated and are presenting forms consistently to those new employees. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the key words there, Gordon, that you just said is consistency. And so obviously with all the changing dynamics as a result of the pandemic, and especially the situations that you just described, where you know, potentially you've got an employee that was working full-time in one state, but now as a result of the pandemic, maybe they're splitting time and maybe their resident state is, is different than their work-in state. And so it creates this complexity that employers didn't have to deal with before, but having consistent processes and delivering consistent material through a portal or a application technology drives consistency. And that just leads to ongoing employee engagement and success. And, and I think that's critically important, especially now. Absolutely. And I think one of the things that is also going to be tricky for employers and HR teams is as employees begin to come back into the office environment, you're going to be faced with a new hybrid workforce. You're going to have a portion of your workforce that is going to still be remote. And even when it comes to onboarding, you may be doing onboarding sessions with some people that are going to be in the office, but then also other people virtually. And so any thoughts in terms of how HR teams should address that issue of the new hybrid workforce? So I look at it through the lens of everybody has different learning styles, right? Some are, are fine and, and completely comfortable with the digital environment. And as long as the training and onboarding is centered on that type of delivery, that's great, right? But for those folks that are going to be coming on site, I, I believe that's a different engagement model and it requires a different set of material to deliver the onboarding training and getting that individual up to speed, right? So I think it's important for employers to understand that the different delivery models, I think at least, dictate a different learning model for every individual. Plus, we're not going to have those instances, or at least not to the, the degree that we did before, where people are all gathering together on site at the corporate office for their orientation slash onboarding and, and kind of general introduction to the company. So it's going to be harder to get people to feel like they're a part of the team, harder to get those points across. Hey, here's our compliance stance. Here's what is expected. One of my old colleagues used to say all the time, compliance is everybody's business. It's not just the business of the compliance department 
or the legal department or what have you. It's one of those things that everybody has a hand in. And a lot of that kind of starts with the onboarding process. Absolutely. And, and one of the other interesting things that we've seen in talking with clients is that the pandemic accelerated the need to introduce new tools, whether that's new technology, new workflows and practices virtually overnight. And I don't think that that's something that's going to go away as people come back to the office and we get through with the pandemic. HR teams are still going to have to adapt their policies very quickly. During the pandemic, it was for paid family sick time. But we're going to see that occur with new regulations that are coming out. Uh, any thoughts there? Yeah, I mean, I think you're absolutely right, John. And I also think it's incumbent of all employers to evaluate tools are out there to help them succeed, right? I think it's fundamentally important to recognize the fact that you don't have to go about this alone. There are providers in the marketplace that can help you be successful and stand up the appropriate programs that help you to maintain proper compliance and deliver that consistent experience at the same time. And I would also make the argument that now is a great time to do a health check of your overall onboarding processes. Make sure that you know what the requirements are of all the states where your new hires are working in. See if your current processes are addressing those, because one thing we know for sure, enforcement has not stopped just because people have become more remote. That's a really good point. And maybe we shift gears and talk a little bit more about uh, some of the steps that employers should be considering. I think auditing kind of what your current you know, procedures are and the tools that you're using is certainly good, but uh, are there other suggestions that you may have? Fundamentally, one of the very first things that all employers can and should do, and this has nothing to do with pandemic or not pandemic related, is do a comprehensive audit and update your employee handbook. It's something all employers should do at the very least annually, if not more frequently than that, just based on how often things can change. But thinking about that documentation, it's responsible for delivering and disseminating so much relevant information pertinent to the employees. And so ensuring that documentation is up to date, current with all of the various different regulations that it touches on, while also delivering company-specific messaging and policies. It's, it's critically important and something that I would hope that all HR employers are focused on doing, but it's certainly something that I think is step one and, and an easy way to address quite a bit all in one single document. And I would add this to what Brian just said too. A lot of times when you start talking about auditing compliant processes, people kind of get this glazed over look and, and they start saying, oh, I don't want to do that sort of thing. Compliance is boring. This is just mind numbing work. I don't, that may be so, but ideally your compliance processes should remain boring because if they start to get interesting, that generally means you're going through some things. And those are some things that we as employers want to avoid for sure. That's absolutely a great point, Gordon. And, and truth be told, and you and I know this, we, we live this on a day-to-day -day basis. Sure, yeah, some of this stuff is pretty gray and, and can be kind of boring. But to your point, if things are getting interesting and, and there is kind of a hotbed of topics, then chances are, you know, you, you didn't spend the right amount of time up front, as boring as it might have been, to get it right to begin with. Like I said, it's incumbent, and I encourage everyone who's potentially listening to this to at the very least, start with your employee handbook. And then, you know, as we talk about the evolution and needs of internal audit to ensure 
you know, proper compliance, look at the onboarding tasks relative to what the employee is responsible for completing, right? So things like the federal form I-9, that should be a very straightforward and simple thing to ensure that your process and protocol wrapped around I-9 programmatic management is in place. And again, you know, you're talking about not having to go about this alone. There are vendors in the marketplace like CIC Plus that can provide a fully compliant I-9 solution to help you accommodate that particular compliant need. And then things like this, you know, state compliance, for example. So I would also encourage all of the folks listening to this to do a state-by-state audit, right? So all of the states that you are operating within more than likely have their own specific regulations related to onboarding new hires. Make sure you are doing a side-by-side checklist comparison to ensure that you're delivering the right documents to the right folks at the right time. One of the things I would make sure everybody's aware of is that when we're talking about enforcement, we're not talking about little slaps on the wrist type of things. For instance, last month in California, a wage theft enforcement item slapped a 28-person company with a $1.3 million fine. And when we're talking about establishing a culture of compliance, that all starts with the onboarding processes. So we need to make sure that we're presenting those properly and presenting the proper forms and making sure that employees know the importance of being compliant in all aspects. That's a great call out and a a scary example for employers. That small of an entity being fined that much money is it's significant, right? And to your point, Gordon, you, you should be addressing that day one through the onboarding, right? And so California, like many other states, has specific regulations that govern wage and hour documentation that should be provided at the time of new hire. There are easy technologies available to help employers navigate those complexities and ensure compliance from day one, right? Again, encourage everyone to audit those states, identify what those regulations are. And if you have questions or if you're having issues with establishing a process that gets you to the place of full compliance, there are vendors in the space available to consult, to help, to implement solutions that will help you become incredibly effective on day one compliance. My advice, along with what Brian and John have been saying, do your audits, keep up with your research, keep your compliance processes boring. (laughs) (laughs) And and just one last thing to add to that too, I, I would say, share the responsibility, right? So make sure administrators within your HR program are understanding whatever legal and compliance research is being done. So cross-functional collaboration and communication is critically important as well. Making sure your frontline folks understand the implications, like Gordon said earlier, compliance is everybody's job, right? And so the internal communication is just as important as processes and procedures and documentation. That's well said, Brian, because you both certainly know, while we've seen some really interesting challenges during the pandemic, we're not going to see any slowdown in terms of the amount of change when it comes to your HR and payroll compliance. We've been able to share some interesting and helpful information today. So I think that's going to do it for today's podcast. We thank you for listening in and hope you've got a few key takeaways that you can take back to your organizations. And we look forward to having you join us for our next episode. We're, we're going to go in depth on a key part of onboarding employee verification and what employers will need to do coming out of the pandemic. So for now, I'd like to thank Brian and Gordon for their time today and wish you all a good day.